Beef Watch Podcast. I'm Aaron Berger, a Nebraska Extension Beef Educator. For today's Beef Watch Podcast, we will be discussing an article from the September issue of the Beef Watch newsletter titled, Forge Quality in the Sandhills Inconsistently Estimated by the Nutrition Balance Analyzer. This is a review of a 2019 Nebraska Beef Cattle Report. To discuss the topic, I'm joined today by Dr. Travis Molinix, who was one of the researchers involved in the project. Thanks for joining me today, Dr. Molinix. Thanks for having me, Aaron. Dr. Molinix, the Nutrition Balance Analyzer utilizes fecal samples with near-infrared reflectance spectroscopy to predict the energy and protein of forages grazed by animals. Now, this is a tool that's been developed and utilized quite a bit in the southern part of the United States and also has found some interest by producers in this part of the world as well. To validate this tool, you went through and looked at how this performed in comparison to also collecting esophageal samples from actually animals, what they were grazing, and then looked at also clipping some samples and see how those three compared to one another. Share with our listeners how this worked and what were some of the results that were found. Yeah, so Aaron, we took esophageal samples, which is actually the uh, forage that cow is actually consuming and eating. And so it gives us a good estimate of the forage quality out in that pasture in the terms of selectivity. Because there could be a hundred native range plants out in a pasture and they're not going to consume every hundred plant. And so cows are can be highly selective what they choose to eat. And so using esophageal samples gives us that ability of looking at what exactly are those cows consuming. And we also compared that to just a clip sample of taking a frame and clipping a sample on that pasture. Um, It can't over or underestimate due to selectivity of those cows. And then the nutball system, which takes that fecal sample, analyze it for what that cow ate, and they give you back a prediction of you need to supplement this or this depending on what it quantifies as being low low in protein or low in energy. And so this was a three-year project comparing our uplands and our meadows of what the cow was actually consuming versus the nut ball. Um, And what we found was uh, in our uplands, uh, in that July time frame, no difference in crew protein across sample technique. But in September, we start seeing some large differences that a cow will select for a much higher quality protein diet than what the nut ball is coming back. And so for a lot of producers, it's in the back saying, uh, your, your cows are short on protein and, and you need to start feeding protein where our esophageals are, are, would disagree with that. So just to bring some clarity, so the esophageal sample, again, these are cows that have an esophageal fistula in place. They're going out and grazing. Uh, what they graze goes into a bag. You then take that sample and, and send it in and have it analyzed just like we would with the hay sample. The nut ball system utilizes fecal samples and then uh, based on predicting equations is estimating what those cows are actually eating. So we've got two different kind of methods here in terms of how it's being analyzed and how they're compared to one another. That's correct. Nut balls really, uh, from a producer standpoint, it's really a handy and, and easy thing for a producer to take and, and go out and, and take uh, fecal samples uh, to send back to give them this estimate. Um, producers don't have the ability to measure forage quality that, that we can from the science standpoint to using esophageal fistulated animals. 
And so the idea of nutball is, is very good from that aspect. That it's easy to use and it gives you back this estimate of where your cows truly are. Unfortunately, within the samples, it, it was not very consistent of truly what those cows are eating. Now, I think between the uh, July, September, November samples, it completely overestimated energy intake by about 10 to 15 percentage points above what truly they were eating. Very, very inconsistent results compared to what those cows are actually eating out in that pasture. So at this point, for producers in Nebraska, specifically on Sandhills Range, uh, the nutball system does not appear to be accurate enough to really be utilized as a tool to be making decisions from as we think about using that like we would the esophageal samples to predict what cows are eating. Is that correct? That's correct. Even in our meadow pastures, we got up to November sample and our, our force quality was much higher quality than than what the nutball actually estimated it to be. And so uh, it's not a uh, procedure that I would use recommend for a producer to take these results and align your supplementation or management strategies around because of the inconsistencies. I mean, it could cause some producers to overfeed or, or feed in time periods where may not actually influence any of their production, but increase their production costs. Anything else you'd like to highlight, Dr. Molinix, as we point towards wrapping this up? You know, nutball is a, uh, it's all based on, on being able to analyze this data correctly. And so within their system, um, they've got equations and, and the more uh, samples they have, the, the better results they can come back with. The problem with it in one of our instances is that we've got over 100 species of forages out there that animals are consuming. And so to have a consistent equation across different environments and different management types is truly tough. And it's very tough to get back a consistent results because of uh, dietary selection of different animals and and different forages and plants types that are out in that pasture. Uh, And so uh, it's something that I wouldn't uh, recommend a producer to to make any management decisions around. Well, thanks again for joining me today, Dr. Molinix. Thanks for having me, Aaron. For more information on the article that was discussed in today's Beef Watch podcast, I'd encourage you to visit the September issue of the Beef Watch newsletter, which can be found at the beef.unl.edu website. Also, this article was from a 2019 Nebraska beef cattle report, and you can find that article also at the beef.unl.edu website.